2: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Do you remember, you won't, you're too too young, but do you remember Bazooka Bubblegum? No, it had jokes like this. We, I mean, it? I don't want to say
1: we're tending to BBC local radio. But what's your favourite biscuit? Um, <laughs> how do penguins get around on a bicycle? But I. Yeah, um, yeah. They're, they're almost, not getting any better, are they?
0: They're almost as bad as Robert Hicks' jokes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can he sue you for that? The head of, uh, no, but well, I'd I
0: probably old. agree, yes. <laughs> terrible dad jokes.
1: Welcome welcome to the programme back. I think we're, we're late because people have already said, well, Why are you not on here? We've been busy. Um, have we? Oh, yeah. Tim says, More late kickoffs than Sky. That's a bit harsh. It's oh, not
2: oh. awful.
0: We are at five minutes, we're only four minutes. i have been at, on the Super yeah. League.
2: Uh, hit flask I think, think it's about. safe to say that uh, whether it's on Sky or not I, I don't remember again. game that's ever kicked <laughs> off on <hasn't> time
1: <sighs> well done to uh, Harry Smith who now will never be interviewed after a game again uh, with uh, his uh, first line to John Wilkin I don't think we can say the word it wasn't even a bad word but was he knackered he, was, he, he got a bollock in at half time oh you can get away with that that's Give him a bit of a roller coon. So, uh, so that was good. Shall we start with the challenge? Uh, hello, welcome. Paul, it's only live. It's about cold in next week. What's going on
2: there? Well, we haven't had one for two
1: weeks. <laughs> He's got another queen or something. What's going on? And Liz is casting aspersions over the um, attendance figures announced by clubs it's a good time start with the library is that because it's a shared gate where, where, where <laughs> was Liz and where, where does she think well because well I'm not casting a spurs that's wrong but saying Hawkins and Rose are not announcing attendance figures mm-hmm. so how do Batley know they're not being ripped off I think there will be agreement between the clubs <laughs> four people here uh, welcome to the programme they've changed YouTube which is slightly annoying but the uh, Jaffa K oh Jaffa and Andy's asking favourite biscuits isn't it uh, <laughs> No, he's going to be a don't, don't, <laughs> no. get, don't get into that. That's, <laughs> that's, it's a okay for that's, that's Tuesday's discussion <laughs> no, don't. on uh, Bootsy yeah. yeah.
2: um, I don't mind a Jeff a
1: cake.
0: Yeah. Have you had lemon, Jeff? Good for half time, you see. Jeff a cake. Have you had
1: lemon and lime, Jeff? No, I
0: haven't. Nice.
1: What are we What's doing? your favourite Jeff a no, um, should we start with Leeds and Wigan, because it was... Oh, look at his attendance, not given, what's going on with the... First ...the, time ever, the Club, what's going on there? Did uh, your man forget to read it out? because no, you uh, to No, I think there it? wasn't one.
2: The, the press were asking after the game, and there was Well, officially... I Smith would
1: have been asking, because he needs to put it in his
2: thing, with his numbers. No, no um, official attendance was given.
1: I know uh, Steve Maskell doesn't understand why we get annoyed about this in this country, because it's always been this way. we've always known. They used to put, I mean, I've got all these old programmes where they, in the Challenge Cup, in they used to give the attendances and the gate receipts.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Got some old accounts and wait for whether every game is itemised in terms of pounds, shillings and pence. I think there
2: were concerns beforehand. 7,103 7, apparently at least. Is that the official? Sure? Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> point, than See, that's, dis- you. that's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, because,
0: uh, to be fair, I turned it on, I, I was a little bit disappointed based because I know you were suggesting last week there was I was looking at, what I think you said 14
2: or something Yeah, I think when we got to the ground it was obvious that tickets hadn't been bought um, in the manner in which they'd hoped it would and and I think it's safe to say that both clubs especially Wigan were really hard to to try and get people there I I suspect as well that if if you watch that game as a neutral or even a, a sports lover on Saturday afternoon you couldn't really ask for much more had, had absolutely everything. No, It didn't detract, by the way, from the spectacle. No. No, no. I think there were enough people in yeah. each of the areas, particularly, yeah. again, credit to the Wigan fans that were on the Western Terrace in the yeah. sun. There, there were enough of them. And the, and the swing in the game was such that the crowd were a very important element of that all the way through. And the atmosphere and the backdrop they created was great. But that's a bigger issue about why aren't people going to Challenge Cup games. Um, but what we saw, I thought, was... Compelling in every aspect. It was great. I didn't miss. I didn't see the
0: entire game, but I saw enough of it to uh, get the, the tail of it. And um, yeah, it was great. It was a great game. Good a good, uh, good advert for the game on, on terrestrial
2: TV. I thought. So the big question on the back of it is, <laughs> you know what's coming? Harry Newman, guilty or not guilty? Well, I,
0: well, before I answer that one, I would just say, I mean. The, the angle from behind the post with what Bevan French did was quite remarkable, actually. And in fairness to him, live I thought if he passed, it may have gone forward. But I still think I still think he should have passed, uh, and he certainly should have passed in the first half and got very lucky. Um, and he didn't didn't learn his lesson, in my opinion.
2: And it, that's the thing, more than anything, is that if you've been through that experience and you think got away with one there, the next time it happens. I you, just have to, that, you have to give it yeah. whether it's ruled
0: forward or. Yeah. I just wondered whether because people were saying last week that Harry Newman won that game almost single-handedly, <laughs> which <laughs> I thought was a little bit unfair. Um, had it gone to his head, um, Jeremy Peacock's comments were interesting, weren't they? Yeah, there?
2: I think clearly there is a there is a feeling that he has that he has to change the game himself, and mm. he, it, it is a team sport. The, the other thing that you know, obviously, all the analysis was around that post match and. I think the thing is, on every indicator, Wigan deserved to win that game. But in cup ties, it's not about who deserves to win; it's who takes that one chance when it really matters yeah. and actually does win. You now it's four tries to two. Harry Smith missed a couple of goals. The, the comeback from being fourteen down, which showed great amount of resilience. Wigan, Wigan had everything in their favour to say they deserved to be in the hat for the next round. Harry Smith had to pass that. Uh, Harry Smith. Harry knew Too many Harrys had to pass that ball. Because that was the one chance his team were going to get four minutes from the end. And if Richie Myler had dropped it, if a Wigan covering defender had come back, uh, if it had been ruled Huff forward, if it had gone to the screen and had seen an obstruction in the build-up, you can't live with the fact that you didn't give it. Because no, once agree. you decide to go, that whole responsibility is on you. And yeah. it was the wrong thing to do.
0: Yeah, and I think Rowan uh, Smith's comment is to protect the player. I think. Yeah. I, well, I think and most Leeds fans would hope that that is the case. Absolutely. And behind closed doors, there's a, a slightly different conversation. Yeah. If you reason to see the
1: reaction of, the, of his teammates, actually, behind well, closed doors. Let's, let's rewind a
0: couple
1: mm. of weeks. Absolutely. Because I forgot to mention this, because we had all those pan Well, some breaking news, but I'll come to that in a moment. Um, behind closed doors in a tunnel, what, what happened between Mr Newman and his and his teammate? Well... They're
2: good friends. They're close friends, and they clearly felt that within the space that they were in, they could say something to each other. And I think in this ultra competitive team environment, that's a common thing. Um, but obviously, it's not well, not, well, not well, a great well, look when Tom Holroyd is saying to Harry Newman, "You've done something that I didn't like. I don't know what it was. Um, I don't know if he felt again he was trying to do it all himself rather than be a team player." Uh, but you know, th- I don't think there is. Uh, you, you'll have heard what. Teammates say to each other on the field. Well, that's not uncommon. That, no, you know, that, that's not an issue. Just I mean, in people, the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. People, people blew that further out. Of the, because uh, they'd the seen it yeah. in public rather yeah. than. There'll always be disagreements
0: behind closed doors, and it? but it should be done behind closed doors. And and, yeah. and, and Leeds always talked about uh, the bubble. You know, when they're mm. having all that success with Brian McDermott, they talked about it being in Absolutely. the bubble and having that safe space to talk yep. openly with each other, criticize each other openly. Um, I'm making sure it is a safe space and it doesn't get leaked out. Um, you know, the reality is, it, it, it happening in a tunnel is not a private space, is it? There's lots of people milling around in the tunnel, so I, I, I would expect there were comments made um, in the dressing room after the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, and also, by the way, there was an interesting um, tweet I saw that. You know, I think if that had been a refereeing decision at that stage of the game, then people would have been calling for Chris Kendall's head, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'd be interesting to see whether Newman gets selected this week off the
2: back of that. I think he will. It's whether you don't want to curb the things that he does well, but he has to appreciate that it is a team sport. Mm. Um, And and I think the other thing that Rowan Smith said that was right, but perhaps not relevant when it's a cup tie, is that no game is settled by one incident. It's a whole range of things. Mm. I absolutely agree with that. But when it's three minutes from time and that's your one chance to win it, It is settled by that incident and that's where somebody needs to pull him on one side and say, look... I mean, if I'm I'm Harry Newman's agent, I'm saying to him, you're one of the real talents that this sport's got. The sky is your limit. And at some point, you might want to go to the NRL. And there might even be a market there for you to to go to. But if too many clips like that go back to the NRL, you'll be crossed off the list. Because there's other people that they'll look at... And I think the other thing that was missed is a lot of understandably Leeds fans on social media that were looking to protect him. Said, "Oh, he's only a young kid. He's 23. That's not yeah. young in yeah. terms of development. You know, at 23, you you almost should be a, you know an established full international if yeah. you've got that potential. A big
0: game player comes up with a big game player, doesn't he? Um, exactly. And, and, and his opportunity was on a plate, really. Yes. And he didn't take it. Yeah. You know. And I, but I think going back to Roman Smith's comments. <laughs> I, I wonder if he'd been so uh, sympathetic had it been the referee that had made a, a, an equally sort of poor decision. I, I don't think he would. And no, not My point about Newman's selection, I absolutely think he should be selected. Um, but would the same argument be levelled at a referee who'd made a decision? My view is actually, converse to yours, I think you have to look at the 80-minute performance of Leeds. Yes, the moment came towards the end of the game and yes, it had an impact on the result. But there will be other things earlier on in the game that would have equally yes. had an impact on the result It just didn't come near the end. Yeah,
2: one of those things was how well Wigan played when they were losing. Mm. Because even at 14-0, there was a measure of control in what they were doing and, and two players in particular for them were absolutely outstanding. Clearly Jake Wardle was in the things that you could see that he was doing. But that's the best I've seen Morgan Smithies play for a very long time in keeping a team in a game when... Mm they're in danger of, of losing it. Um and, and yeah, you know, the fact that Leeds were fourteen a lot but couldn't hold on to that, that there's deficiencies in the Leeds game that yeah. Rowan Smith will look at. But I just think in a cup tie those rules go out the window. And if you did, you know, if that's Wembley, that's tackle fifty-two, isn't it? Nobody remembers who was the better team between Warrington no. and Hull over the eighty minutes. We talk about Danny Houghton made a tackle at the end that won them the game, and that's We do, that we do,
0: we do, but it's an oversimplification. Of course, it's simplification if I can get it out of what goes into an eighty-minute performance, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for Harry Newman, it, it, the story fell on him, didn't it? Yeah. The weekend, but he's just got to learn from that, um, and that. And, and that's the more interesting part, I think, to it. In that, I'd be interested to know how he responds to it, how the players responded to it, how the coach responded to it behind the scenes, and, and ultimately, it's for us to us to view on the field, as to see how he responds when it, he gets. It another could, be, could be the making to, of him because clearly absolutely. he's gone from
2: hero to zero in seven days. Yeah, you know his, his interceptions um, at Wigan, and you know he's celebrating them in advance of getting the ball down, which is something I don't like actually. Which I think does tell you. A little bit about get the try scored and then celebrate as much as you want. Yeah. Um, if that had been in the days of Tony Smith, at oh, Leeds, I Harry exactly Newman would have been dropped <laughs> the next week. Um, but you know, you go from that euphoria of coming out of one dressing room and the desolation a week later That shapes you as a character. So yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, they've got St. Helens this week, which again is another big game on telly. All the build-up's going to be how's Harry, Harry Newman going to be this week. How is it going to be this week? It's part of the great narrative around that game, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm I'm interested to see how he does. Yeah, one assumes that the England coach
1: was there on Saturday.
2: I believe he was.
1: We know how he feels about Jake Connor. Well, we don't know, but we can assume how he feels about Jake Connor because Jake Connor doesn't get in the England team. He's he's a worry for Harry Newman going forward. That um. his.
2: It's the potential making of him, though, isn't it? Because if the England coach who won't be backward in placing a phone call on Sunday saying, "This is something I want you to work on," I think you know. Again, this isn't a Harry Newman witch hunt, but no. two of the Wigan tries were defensive misreads from Harry, and his uh, try was very entertaining to watch because obviously
1: <laughs> he should, probably shouldn't have scored and should have passed it to Richie Myler, but but he didn't, and he scored, and it was great. He was juggling. Yeah, him. Exactly.
2: So, you know, I think Sean Wayne would have rung him up or would have spoken to him today maybe and just said, here's your list of things you need to work on if you want me to pick you at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, and we talked last week about James Roby, didn't we, and uh, consistency and performance. Yep. And if you want to get to that, that sort of level, and that's a, <laughs> there's not much beating that level, is there? But you've got to have consistency and performance. So the performance he put in at, at Wigan in the league has to then be matched the following week against Wigan in the cup and unfortunately for him it didn't did it
1: yeah I haven't got a hat but if I had I'd be taking it off to Dave Woods remember remember Junior and Samba brilliant line I hope he didn't prepare that because I don't like those but that was very good Um, breaking news Uh, thanks to C on YouTube has uh, pointed this out Kyle Omos retired what effective yeah he obviously didn't fancy an early start against Swinton at the bash on Saturday so uh, yeah but he's on the telly all the time now as Tim says he's going to be unveiled as new presenter this morning (laughs) so, <laughs> what what uh, if you've got the other Schofield on he'd oh, be great on that. wouldn't he <laughs> um, so, so yeah uh, well done Kyle Amo. I'll, I'll put that video up I did with him the interview after the grand final where he had to go at people saying not giving him enough credit because that was a really good one
2: the um, the other Schofield did ring about Mr Newman's performance but I, did, I, won't, he, I won't relay what he said did you he hear what
1: John Wilkins said about him or did he miss that bit
2: I didn't ask him he no. was telling me what he thought of um Mr. Newman. I wonder how that affects his, because it wasn't even a testimonial
0: year, Kyle, because he was due to play um, a, a testimonial Cumbria, game yeah, I think, Oh, Cumbria, Cumbria, Cumbria game play, of the
2: yeah. season I'll come out of retirement for that one, I guess yeah. I don't know, but um, June and December was brilliant absolutely brilliant, and it's great to see another youngster given a chance on the big stage who, cha- well he didn't change the game on his own, but his presence helped um Give Wigan the ascendancy when they really needed it, and his try was a wonderful reward for that. And again, I hope that's a name that we're talking about for years to come. He looked a huge physical specimen for a young online. kid,
0: yeah.
2: But I think they've used him really well as well. Um, and you know, I think one of the issues the sport has got, and it's been exposed again this weekend, is we have a dearth of talent at the moment. Um, but then you look at somebody like him, and you think there's a bit of hope that they're still out there, we just perhaps need to mine a little further and deeper to find them.
1: Martin Fire, you may remember him, he's called some tries in the old I've months. heard
2: of him. Um, he described Harry Newman as Gary Schofield
1: 2.0. They have a rebound, just needs to get the scrum cap on there. Can go up to uh, whoever the chairman's office and ask for more money and wonder where rather we have these and stuff. But they, so there you go. High praise from Martin Fire. he was very good on the telly. They, they showed a highlight reel of his career, which not only showed him scoring against Bath... So I believe it's contractually obliged to say who are one of the rugby union teams who haven't gone bust So uh, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to them. Um, where's the BBC investigation into that? And he's got him showing, scoring for Salford, and I saw mm-hmm. him playing for Salford against Weyford, and he was dreadful.
2: London? Did he show no, I I, London?
1: I didn't see any London tries on there. but it the lab, for London, yeah, did. yeah. But, uh, And of course, they invented that chant about him at Twickenham, which everyone knows is a lot of old whatever Harry Smith. said um, So Le- uh, Leeds are out, and all the West Yorkshire teams are out of the cup. First time so it's ever happened,
2: apparently. Dread- it's an incredible record, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Even I, before I West blamed, Yorkshire existed. I blame <laughs>
0: Um
2: I don't know what that says, other than the fact that... It was a tough draw. It was a tough draw, I feel. I'm a tough draw. I mean, um, the the power does lie, sadly, west of the Panthers mm. at the moment.
0: Yeah. No, well, well, it clearly does. I mean, Super League table
2: shows you that, doesn't it? But also in East Yorkshire, and I think we do need to, to mention well, that whilst West Yorkshire isn't represented, both of East Yorkshire sides. Craig Lingard knocked out by two different Hull clubs in
1: the same weekend. That must be some kind of pointless record. Not that I can blame him for either of those results. Hull Kingston Rovers, who were... He didn't have his shoes on yesterday though, oh, at the Castle. There you go. Hulkingston Rovers, who are trying to sign Tyler Dupree, allegedly, and more on that to come. Um, beat Bentley fifty nil in front of a crowd of not attend uh, not applicable. So, I mean, that's exactly.
2: I think that, that is what it is. This kind of scoreline. Isn't I think it? Again, talking to Craig a little bit about that yesterday. Um, Pace caught them out particularly early on. They they don't come up against the likes of Mikey Lewis and Ethan Ryan, and you give them half a gap and what was it? Six tries in the first half. Mm. That that was game over. And great experience. Batley apparently, although they lost fifty 0 tackled really well, um, for a part time club playing on a Friday night and didn't give it up at, at any point, but you know, well done to Car for being ruthless. Yeah, it comes across as a pretty professional performance,
0: doesn't it, from Hol to you know to nil the opposition, no matter who your opposition is. Uh, it is what it
1: is, as they annoying people like me. Chewsbury fans were smiling that Batley got bigger. <laughs> Do you two fans have to sit at home? Well, no, they can go watch the game against London Scholars, rather than watch Batley at the Bash this week against Halifax, who lost to St. Helens 26-6 in a game marred by... Uh, so so who, who's, who's the worst, then? Is it Harry Newman or is it Morgan Knowles, who is Super League's first-ever part-time professional player because he's banned all the time. Two games he's got for taking the head off the young Halifax player. I mean, I didn't watch the game I was working, but I saw the clip on... On the social media, so I, I, that's all I needed to see. Took his head off, and, and there he is. Another ban for Morgan Knowles. Two games seem about right.
0: Yeah, it probably is about right. Um, he would have probably got an extra one based on his record, wouldn't it? Because um, I don't know. What, I think it was graded as C. I can't remember what the boundary is for, for C, uh, but it's probably one to two, and he probably gets the two because of because of his record. Which bluntly, is is bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think he's played, I and I don't know, I think he's played something like. Fifteen games, and had five bans from those fifteen matches. So once every third game, he's getting a ban. I mean, clearly the St Helens fans know that themselves. They don't need anybody else to tell them, do they? They're as frustrated as anybody else. So he's clearly got something to work on. But I mean, how stupid, you know, with what twenty seconds (laughs)
2: to go, (laughs) twenty-six nil. Just
0: went in completely and utterly recklessly into that challenge that just doesn't need to be made.
2: On uh, your first game back, having served a five-match ban as well. Yeah, so if you're so talking again, going back like, to Harry Newman, then you know, what, is, well, is, is he learning? Perfect. Is,
0: is yeah. Morgan Knowles learning his lesson? Well, it's based used, on 26. based on facts, you'd suggest not at this stage, which is the frustration of St Helens fans. Well, uh, but he's came, going to have to learn that. Came very
2: close to missing the grand final last year. So.
0: <laughs> Incredibly close. He's what he's missed. He's now missing seven games. Just, I don't think there's probably other bands he may have had this year. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it, that's at least seven. And we've only played what? How many games have we played? Thirteen, if you, you include, include something the cup like
2: time. that. Yeah, you know, well fourteen if you played in the World Club You, you know, to yeah.
0: have a player that's probably paid as much as he is playing about fifty percent of your matches. I mean, it, fairness to James Bentley, we've not heard, or we've not spoken much about James <laughs> Bentley's discipline this year, and that was a constant mm. talking point last year. Absolutely. So, you know, he's he's clearly changed his game. Um, and, and but Morgan's, Morgan Morgan Knowles is going to have to do the same.
2: And I suspect that Morgan Knowles has been under coaches who have mentioned this to him, so it becomes a personal thing. Mm. You know, I can't imagine Christian Wolf, for example, would have tolerated the fact that one of his star men wasn't available as often as he should have been. Paul Wellens, I you know, I think made a veiled reference to it in his press conference afterwards, saying not happy about the discipline of his players mm. at certain points in the game and. That was clearly a finger pointing exercise at Morgan Olds. You know. As a coach, he, you know, he... and, and Sean Wayne will be on to him again. I mean, he's yeah, gonna, Sean Wayne you know,
0: bang the table we'll and talk Kierke about if he's playing for Wales. <laughs> yeah, but he's switched to legions, I think, hasn't he? Yeah. you know, he'll be talking about the brutalist, of brutal contact and all that that he talks about. But it's he, got to be done in a controlled manner.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, he's he's going to have to he's going
2: to have to sort his tackle tech out. Andy he says
1: he's got the week off for Magic, so no doubt um, he'll be doing the press next
2: week. <laughs> I think the um, the other thing about that game was, you know, we talk about crowds quite rightly, we worry about um, why crowds aren't turning up for the Challenge Cup. Does that need a, a change of format? Maybe it doesn't, maybe it's an economic thing. Um, but 4,700 at the Shea is a fantastic attendance. The atmosphere looked and sounded great. Again, social media afterwards were saying, what a great occasion. Well done Halifax for... Um, you know, m- making it. The, you know, the champions are in town, but making people get well, that's down. That's what to the cup's it. about, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's about those away days for the super leagues. The home matches against a big opposite, a big club. Um, you know, I remember when I think Dewsbury played Wigan in the Challenge Cup. And I remember going to watch that mm-hmm. as a young kid, and you know, and. Would even dare I say go up to watch Batley when they were playing a, a big club? I think I was you know. at that
2: game. Didn't Dewsbury hold them for about fifty minutes? I think they, I think they might yeah.
0: have done. Yeah, uh, but a tight pitch at Dewsbury and yeah, you know, um, players playing probably above their usual level week in week out. And you know, looking at the scoreline, I as I said didn't watch the game, but they've
2: obviously put in a respectable performance. Mm-hmm. Halifax. I think the only thing about the romance of the cup which we hark back to when we want is that at some point, romance has to happen. Whereas I think w- we do know that, you know, Halifax have done great, and we're praising them for how they've done, and it, and it, and what we're saying is it was credible, yeah. but they never looked like winning. No, but it's just a different sport to football, it's, ball, isn't it? You it's know, the same uh, with St Helens last year. They get, they went to Whitehaven, didn't they? And they had, did. Whitehaven had a fantastic day and yeah. big crowd and and Saints won by thirty odd. And we need to, it's the romance element that we can't get back because full time teams will always be the golf, The Gulf's just too big. isn't Yeah, it? it's just too yeah. big a gap. Uh, and you you might
0: get the occasional ones, say for example a Lee last year that were, mm-hmm. that were in effect were a Super League team and mm-hmm. playing yeah. in the championship, uh, and that's going to be the exception as we found out, Featherstone lost to Halifax, didn't they, in the previous round of the Cup. So, Halifax, in theory, were I suppose, based on the league table position, you'd argue the best team in the
1: Championship.
2: Well, I think it's great for York that they're through when they've got a you know potential money-spinning tie against Lee.
1: Brilliant for me, because
2: I've battled each way now for the Cup,
1: so that's perfect for me, absolutely perfect.
2: Yeah, you know, and I'm sure that it, York... Uh, uh, cognizant of the fact that they're, they're not going to get much further in the competition might have wanted a side that brings the kind of glamour that I'm not sure that'll be a televised game York no, League well, whereas no. I think York Wigan or York Warr- Warrington York St Helens might Are have Are they been, all on TV in this one? It's like a couple on the BBC
1: and a couple <sighs> on Bynaple? I don't know how or it works I can't remember it works now no, oh,
2: right. It could be Yeah, you could be right actually cause I think they've done that
0: but, in the but it's, it's probably not but in It's the the not going to be the BBC game, yeah. Saturday, yeah, Saturday yeah, afternoon The BBC game, yeah. Yeah. Saturday Saturday yeah, the BBC yeah. game is clearly going to be Wigan Warrington isn't it Warrington Wigan's every around that And you
2: think St Holland St Helens will be the Sunday game Possibly yeah to
0: do. Well, that whole chaos off game I think it could be an entertaining game
1: mm. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they picked that I did read somewhere that Wigan might have to play that game at least receiving at the DW but I don't know if that's someone can
2: you know, I don't know anything they someone are supposed can. to be one of these clubs that are away from home for six weeks I think that will be interesting mm. but I mean I could be completely wrong no I think so. you might be right
1: um, Wigan, York Yorkley, Hull K R, Salford, and Hull F C. St. Helens So we could still have that all Hull final. Right, oh, right, oh, Wigan Hullaby.
0: Saints final. Yeah. Sure that if, never happened. Sure thing. The RFL it, either would be a good result from a, from the yeah. crowds point of view. Yeah. You're getting a whole derby or a, yeah. or a Wigan Saints derby it's going to be in attendance. Wigan Lee, Wigan
1: Lee, yeah. not Saints, Wintons again, though. Salford. Salford They're playing pretty well. Beat Huddersfield forty-two forty. I think I got the score difference exactly on in this one, which is amazing because it was twenty-four nil or something after twenty minutes, something ridiculous.
2: Um, which again would raise questions for both teams. <laughs> that you know Huddersfield needed to come out and make a statement. The twenty-four nil down in twenty-three minutes. Last season's over now. It's difficult for them at the moment, um, but Salford again. You know, as the coach, you would be saying. When we're that dominant that early, <laughs> why are we hanging on that the last play of the game we could lose? Mm. And 80 odd points have been scored in 80 minutes. So I, I don't know if that's where we are in the season at the moment. There's a bit of fatigue has set in. But uh, well, yeah, it comes back
0: to my sort of recurring point. Out. For me, a lot of it that would be to do with the mental attitude. Yeah. 24 nil after what, 23 Cue on the rack. you on the rack. It's a warm day. We've done the job.
2: But actually, you know, in a cup game, you haven't, have you? No. Um, and I think there's that other attitude that the team that looks like they've lost throw a little bit of caution to the wind because what's the worst that can happen? Passes Absolutely. start to stick. Apparently Theo Farge was very good on his return in setting up a lot of the Huddersfield tries, which good to see him back. Um, they haven't been scoring an awful lot of points for Huddersfield, have they? So, no. You know, from an
0: attacking point of view, that was, that was good, but clearly you know, they're, not, they're not working to Ian Watson's process in terms of defence. But what do
2: they do now? I mean, they've got a really big game against Castleford this I week.
0: I think that's a huge game, that. Huge game, because Castleford, I don't know if they rested
2: players or they had injured players. Both. Um, well, I don't know if they rested. I think, uh, again, Andy Lass was saying they'd had a bit of illness in the camp and clearly um, survival is more important this mm-hmm. year. I don't think they were going to go on, no. on a cup run and whether there was some tactical decisions to withdraw certain players. That, that's what I wondered, whether, um, they,
0: whether there was an element of that. but
2: But... You know, I, that is a massive game and it's at Huddersfield both. isn't it yeah.
0: so again in terms of the pressure I would say the pressure's is more on Huddersfield than yeah. it is on Castleford
2: which makes Castleford slightly more dangerous mm. if they're bringing back people like Jacob Miller next, next week because again the, the half back pairing of Joe Westerman and Paul McChain wasn't enough mm. nor, nor should we have thought it ever would be no. I can't believe that Lee beat Wakefield at 40 points to the
1: 12 um, and again in front of a crowd of not not, not applicable um,
0: the um, well, the story coming out of Wakefield this week was um, James Ford James Ford's
2: James departure Ford. yeah and probably came as a bit of a surprise I think to most people what was said in the aftermath of him going with Mark Mark Applegarth saying I want to be a bit freer in our attacking style we've been restricted almost saying that was James Ford. Yeah, that was, that, that, that Seven. was Seven. the other fellow. No, yeah, that wasn't me. That and was and I don't, I don't want to play. I don't want to feel as though they're shackled, and then they consider trying the very first set of the game.
0: I thought they were mates, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like they
1: are. But, but one would also <laughs> say that the head coach is the head coach, and the other fellow is not.
2: Yeah, and I think again, there's not I nothing think, to defend James Ford with with a feeling of the way Featherstone are going at the moment. That is almost a bit. I'm jumping ship now because I'll be passing you oh, going bet. down the other. <laughs> That's it exactly, exactly what it looks works like. Doesn't yeah, it? which I don't think would have gone down particularly well at Wakefield. No. No. Um, but no, I, I thought that was a, an interesting comment reading between the lines that if if James Ford had had been in charge of the attack and they couldn't score any points this year,
0: but if he's gone to a director of rugby role, which is in, in effect a recruitment role,
2: mm.
0: then he probably didn't put on his CV as recruitment into Wakefield. I though, wouldn't thought. Um, it just doesn't
2: look great for. Trin at the moment, I'm afraid. No, um, no. sadly. I'm, I'm, I mean, I take no joy in saying no. that, but um, they're I'm, away at Catalan this week, so that doesn't get any easier, does it? Who
0: are
1: smarting from losing in the last minute themselves this week? Yeah, to so the the Winter Wolves who march on in there. They could win everything this season. They could win the treble. Forget about this. Um, it's always they. It could be their year at the, the moment.
2: The, the Wigan game in the next round is massive for them yeah, yeah. because we know what they can do um, on any given week but when they, when they put in a position where they're coming up against the teams that they're most likely going to play in a playoff, in a one-off game in a cup tie that means progression or not so far this year they've lost against those two opponents to take Wigan on now in a quarter-final I think this is a test of how far Warrington have come since they lost around that Easter time. So that yeah. will be really interesting. They showed a lot of character to come back and win it in the last minute. Because um, yeah, they were 12-0 up. I thought Catalan might
0: have won that game actually. Yeah. You know, before the weekend. Um, particularly because they lost the last game narrowly. Um, so, obviously it's similar. Well, it was a similar result really, wasn't it? A two-point margin, I think it was in the, in the league as well. Uh, but you're right they're more will come against Wigan but we said that looking at the fixtures for this week they're, they're away at Lee <laughs> that's not going to be easy <laughs> I don't not. think it's not so um, yeah I I, obviously I didn't see the Catalan game I think they've not probably been firing at all cylinders I've lived for the last few weeks but they've, they've managed to get the result against weekend. I think and when you
2: come back from 12 down to be leading 14-12 going into the last couple of plays then you would think that they would see the job through mm-hmm. Um I could only listen to a French commentary and the desolation when Matty Ashton scored.
0: Um, yeah, but the joy from Warrington when they did
2: score, you know, obviously yeah. see what it means to them. And I think the Darrell Powell said afterwards that, you know, they'd passed a really significant test and um and they have, but it's it's gonna it's gonna be magnified in the quarter finals now.
0: Mm-hmm. to Catalan twice though in the space of a few yeah, and get
2: and
1: get two
0: wins.
2: It,
1: there it's aren't very impressive in... that we'll do that. No. Other than the league last year. Mm. Great, it was up for the RFL of course, they don't have to worry about Catalan selling no tickets for the final. <laughs> I don't know what you're about. Um Catholic you were there. I, was. I mean I, I I had it on at work in the corner, but I was busy trying to work out what was going on at the toaster. So it's probably about, more
2: exciting, actually.
1: What the delays were. Oh, I was that there. When's the dogs coming out? When the dogs coming out? there? some dogs. Um, 32 oh, I, thought you me- I
2: thought you meant the toaster. You were pouring <laughs> <buying> some bread in.
1: <laughs> and it was malfunctioning for your tea. I mean, that, that that was probably even more exciting as well. Hull FC, they're back now because they've won four games in a row. They are back. They've beaten Wakefield, they were rubbish. Castleford were rubbish. Huddersfield were rubbish. And Wigan who, No, 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 Wigan are all right. But Hull are back. And they beat Castleford. And they're in the next round of the Cup and in fact as whole we always thought they were going to get better at some point it, it can't help that they just
2: <laughs> draw them against the Wakefield the and Castle but they were no good at the minute but they won the game really. yeah I, I wouldn't read too much into that game to be honest because um, there was a disparity on the team sheet before we started the important thing for Hull is that they only conceded a try in each mm-hmm. half and they're clearly getting a combination um, as, as Tony Smith said afterwards from the Jakes um, Clifford ran the show, and Truman, with every game, is looking more influential and and as he said, you know they 're taking pressure off each other, so that that makes them more dangerous. I think there was a lot more structure about them. i, d- I don 't know how good they are because they, they weren 't really tested and <laughs> um you know and that that is isn 't through any fault of the some of the youngsters that played for For that will take look very good on the wing um but the, there 's just bigger issues at Cass at the moment in getting Personnel out on the field that that can win them a game, and Andy Lass was a, a, a bit frustrated. But I don't, I don't think that's going to determine their season. It's going to be can they pick up another couple of wins to to just take the pressure of, of relegation away. Um, that was, but it wasn't. No. The, so the highlight, the highlight, the caption coming up wrong on the, on the first that, video the, That was interesting <laughs> um, because clearly they didn't go to the grounding and it, and it was so obvious that there were two yeah. people in the tackle and everybody in the ground was going, oh yeah, that would be disallowed. Try what? Yes? <laughs> press the wrong
1: button.
2: Oh. And then Liam was Liam was running back up the field, giving a penalty. Going, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, and to dispel that, it's the myth, pressing the wrong button. Yeah, well, what? to dispel the myth, it
0: isn't the video referee that presses the button. So uh, there's only been a few games where the video referee presses a button, so in France during Covid, when we were under the stand, we were actually given a, a button to press, try or no try, I mean that was absolute power, was it in French, power. Was <laughs> it, French? It, was, it was red or green, so, <laughs> but essay or no, or essay refuse. but you could press it and it would come up on the screen in the ground, right. I, I, you know. It's almost
2: like having the
1: nuclear
0: case, yeah, Exactly, it? yeah, it felt like Donald Trump. <laughs> let so
1: yes. hope well, so you didn't. <laughs> as, as we dispel Mr. so when you when you've got the headset on, you haven't got Eddie and Steve in your head in the, no, the same. No, no. So
0: uh, Ben was right. video referee. so He would have been probably sat in the outside broadcast truck. Um, and what usually happens is once they go to the video referee, the well, in the old days, the microphones were dropped from the the audio was dropped from the commentary team. Um, but now the video referee speaks anyway, and the commentators don't speak. So there's only him speaking. He's speaking to the to air and to the director, and then he will just announce his decision once the microphone's gone down. So he will just say, Right, I've made a decision. Take his microphone off, and he'll tell the director, No, try. Somebody in the van has uh, pressed yeah. the wrong button. Yeah. So it wasn't Ben. So bring back the, the bring that like missile. Wheel. Bring, bring that, that missile back, back. <laughs>
1: sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That rule that will go. It no, happened no, in no, the last
0: no. World Cup in 2013 here in a game at Warrington, I think, when Thierry was the video referee. Uh, yeah, so it's not the first time, but
2: funny.
1: That was the challenge, Cup We, we did mention maybe. I, th- I think
2: the worry for Casford as well was was the crowd, and I know that um,
1: it's on a telly fill and yeah, it was sunny and but
2: again, credit to the Hull the fans, yeah. that there were more of them than than Cass. and and I get the cast fans didn't think they were going to win. It's it's a, a a fee paying game on top of your season ticket, all understandable, yeah. uh, but that would be a concern that um, that the away fans were. Well, in greater number than the home ones.
1: Mm. Lots of grumblings at I Mentioned it last week. There's lots of lots of grumblings. Training pitch.
2: What what's up with the training pitch? It's in an appalling condition. And it's used as a car park or something. No, or something? no I, Just, I think you know there's a lot of community usage on it. But if that is used for training by the first team, it's full of potholes. It's I don't think. That, well, they I can't may, I may possibly be wrong. train may, there because I mean, no wonder yeah. they've got injuries.
0: That, that, that's usually immaculate. I mean, as it, as is the pitch is usually mm. immaculate. Uh, so the pitch was perfect. Yeah. but
2: the training pitch was. I so don't know the that.
0: story there, but they, they when I last did a club visit to Castleford, but it was in pre season, which is tends to be when teams use three G pitches mm. more given the weather. But I, I may, may be wrong, but they were training up at um, near Pontefract Racecourse as a sort yes. leisure centre and a yes. three G pitch. So, I'm not sure if they use that now. But I'm you, if that's indicative season, of. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't, couldn't use that as a training that. pitch. No. Yeah. Uh,
1: when I went to see them pre season, that's where they were, yeah. Um, and League One, which was back this week after. Was it off for about three weeks? Uh, Doncaster beat London Scholars 60 points to 30. Again, you'd worry for Doncaster at that number of points. But and as you mentioned last week, 90 points in 80 right. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Great, Great initiative up. to have the amateur game on before, community game on before the main game at Doncaster um, Hunsworth beat Workington 22-18 Midlands 14 North Wales 42 Oldham 26 Dewsbury 26 North Wales first win that no? yeah it was there go. Yeah. and uh, Rochdale 62 Cornwall 6 but the big game at Oldham which was a sellout yeah 26 all. I mean the tickets were free weren't they apparently but still it's What's <laughs> the, what was the crowd what was the sellout at? 1295 is it wow but still got to turn up people got to turn up you, it's just,
0: just I, mean, uh, I mean have you been <laughs> Mm-hmm. to the Vesta Yeah,
1: no, I've yeah, seen well, the camera angle there it's, it's terrible fun. it's
0: terrible I mean they've got they've probably got about two rows of seating and then the rest is basically just a perimeter fence like a National Conference League ground but with a 3G pitch with markings all over it and they clearly see why next year they wanted to oh, return to Boundary Park and it's a shame really that I guess a game like that wasn't at Boundary Park but yeah, 1200 people around a, effectively a perimeter fence. It's going to it's gonna have a good atmosphere, really. And but a great I mean, result. Yeah. Yeah. First
1: point that Dewsbury have had taken off a Mongol. They'll be gutted that they uh, just missed out. Late uh, late try from mm-hmm. the Rams in that one. Um, Gary says, so Is it true AMOR's packed in plate? Yes, because someone told us earlier. So I don't know what he's going to be doing now, apart from me not telling. It, he's teaching or something. Yeah, it's teaching yeah. I mean, it, at Cowley I mean, School. He was on. Yeah. Was that the. Uh, Race for friendship. Yeah. There you go. Um, Andy says, did IMG slash the RFL not announce that the semi-finals matches must be backing a big attendance? I can't remember what they said about the semi-finals this year for the cup. I don't know. if There has been an
2: announcement. No. I think they I were think looking I at two separate games. I think. Yeah. I think Andy because that's right, one of the reasons can, why they moved the women's yeah, final to, to Wembley. Wembley. But. There is something that needs doing with the Challenge Cup and I'm not sure it's just the format because, as I said, there's talk of eight groups of three at at that stage. Not three team groups. Um, And that will give a Championship Club the chance to play a Super League team and it will also give a Super League team the knowledge that they've got that extra home game that they can put in the season ticket package. But I'm not sure that works.
1: Give me, when you get, get down to think, I don't think IMG know, do they? Because they, no, their original but suggestion one of was
0: was, was, um, was um, uh, what's the what's the phrase? Where well, they play each other, two-legged, two-legged. two-legged yeah, that's yeah, it. That, yeah. that's a really bad idea. Yeah. But obviously, that, that was their idea.
2: So if they clearly don't know, no,
1: is it just that? But
2: I think it's it's partly economic that we we've got into a season ticket mm. culture whereby, on average, if you if you're a season ticket holder, you're paying fifteen pound a game. Possibly slightly less, yeah. um, and then you're being asked to buy your own seats for twenty five quid um,
1: well, it's the same with the players doesn't really, they really do. have the same they should, should be the big games of the season and they aren't in terms of attendance and and with the cups as well, is it just they are an anachronism in a sense, and that as we've seen in football, which is the only other obvious example to use. Early rounds of cups aren't well supported. I, and, and I,
2: absolutely, but I do think when you've got well. Wigan and Leeds, who oh yeah, yeah, are, are, you know that on a Saturday afternoon in the sun at a stadium that you know is, is as welcoming as you can get in terms of its facilities at the moment, to not draw more than seven thousand fans but is it, a concern. It is,
0: but it, you know it was a beautiful day, um, middle of the afternoon. It's on free free to air TV. Yeah, do we go sit in a beer garden? Do we take the kids out to the park? And, and watch it in the afternoon at home. Or
2: do we take the kids to head and then That's a hundred quid. Uh, exactly. Uh, so in, I think you've the have got cost to, of the clubs to make
0: have got to make the tickets cheap. I'm not to say that that is just the answer by the no No, but I
2: think that's more of the answer than let's mm. keep tweaking the format. Yeah. Because the problem is, as we said earlier, you cannot put the romance back in the cup. Yeah. You know, if if you're a Port Vale fan and you and you've got Manchester City at home, and you might get a draw and a replay at uh, the Etihad, or you know, you, you want to see. Uh, your guys bring down Manchester City because they're playing eleven reserves because they've got fifty-seven other competitions mm. to be playing. <laughs> we we don't have the possibility of an upset anymore, and and that to me is a playing issue more than an economic issue. And and I don't, you don't solve that by having groups or. I don't know. And I don't know. know how you do solve it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a difficult one. Uh,
0: you can't really include it in the season ticket, because they might not get a home game. Yeah.
2: Unless um, you have these groups of three where you guarantee the <laughs> home game, but. Will more people go? Probably <coughs> not. Could you? I mean, as Leeds
1: minus one when we were playing the day after, could you just put them on before or? Well, I think you, it's got. It there's get, got
2: to be more added value, yeah. I, and I don't know how you do that, but you've got to give people more reason to come. I just think the Leeds Wigan one is interesting because that is on the it's back feature, of the, on the back of the week before where they'd played each yeah. other and there were stories coming out of it. Actually, you'd have thought that would have pulled more fans in. But
0: people in the playoffs. Some people won't go to the playoff game because they'll save their money for, traffic, for the for the final, which yeah. like, I I just can't get my head around. No. But maybe that was because as a youngster I supported a club that probably was starved of. They were never in the top top division. They were had some success in their in their competition, but I I can't possibly get my head around it. If you're a supporter of a club, you just
2: go to every game. But I, th- I think the other thing, and we're not comparing like we like and I get that before anybody says it's all about Australia and the NRL (laughs) 17 teams in their division 8 points I think between top and bottom Mm -hmm. this week you know St George win and go bottom of the league 6 teams are tied at the top you know that is I must go to a game this week because I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen my my team are uh, of every possibility of winning whatever their form is going into this game or I'm going to see them lose but I have to be there um, and I know that that's part of the reason of that is the salary cap is rigidly enforced and there's a lot more talent to pick from and everybody spends to the maximum. And But that's what we've got to aspire to in some way. They don't have a cup competition for that very reason. But if they did, you'd want to go because actually you'd have no idea who was going to win in a knockout situation midway through the season. I, I think they might miss something if they've got a competition that's, that you know, that is that close the, the trouble is they, they, they've they got origin this time of year rather than the club oh don't mention that because now we've got to say oh go. It's, it's one of the headlines on the
1: front of the paper today where is it Let
2: me get oh this. no no don't yeah. go there don't.
1: time for a return of War of the Roses which is easy for uh, Kevin Nicholas the chairman of Batley to say because none of his players are being involved well, well, let's to, have a championship he's one.
2: talking about a championship and league one War of the Roses and a oh, as well. war of the oh, Roses because well, well. that's what
1: we want to say what happened to the Arctic Cup Oh, that didn't last very long and got it,
2: really it was at Wakefield the other week it's uh, been, it's been these things stopped for a reason yeah, the uh, reason was people were not going, going. Um, but the point of bringing in the, the, the NRL analogy is if you have uncertainty of outcome to the extent that they currently do they're breaking all records for crowds at the moment mm-hmm. they, I so,
0: think, you're right but also Super League crowds are up Yes. So uh, I'd be interested to see whether the cup crowds are any different to previous cup crowds. They're more difficult to compare because the probably yeah, wasn't any difference last year, year and, for and who's at home. And yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Can
1: you imagine if we still had cup final replays, people would moan about having to pay another 40 quid for a ticket to. Uh, I mean, the other thing with the NRL
0: and the structure of their competition, which nobody ever seems to mention or moan about uh, like people do here, is that with 17 teams,
2: they don't play each other home and away. No. So, and they have buy rounds yeah. where you can actually go away and do yeah, things. Sure. And they and they also take games on the road. That yeah. Every week we're, we're listening to or watching a game and we're in Gosford or we're in Darwin and like, yeah, but that's somebody's home game. And nobody's going, well, I, I, I yeah. won't. I, oh, yeah, multiple I, teams play at the same ground. Yeah. Wakefield and Castleford. <laughs> well, their magic weekend so. um, was sold out every day. I, I have a horrible feeling that, oh. that ours isn't going to be. <laughs> i will talk about the batch in a minute. But... Um, what I was going to say, you were talking about the
1: NRL. Something that was whizzing in my mind about the NRL, and I can't remember what it was now. Uh, not magic. No, it's okay. Uh, not origin. Not referees. Better hick who's coming to Hull Care. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. Good for Hull Care. Um, can we send some Wakefield players back? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm going to tell Swell that they came on boats and get them deported. Tyler Dupree is an interesting subject. Tyler, if we be, we're talking yeah, about before, um, we, before we talk about the Women's Cup, right? So here, here's my problem, and, and this is a long-established thing, because on this program in the past I've railed against. You know, I feel sorry for the Jamie Peacock and the likes of people who they donated shirts and medals, and I don't know how much sentimental value they've got to the players, but they obviously have a mon- monetary value that people would pay for them. But those players were what's the legally correct language to use? They gave them up and they may as well have In good faith. In good faith. And they may as well set the money on fire. When witness went to the no, nearly to the wall a couple of years ago, we had the oh isn't it great the kids donated their bike and sold it off to give someone a tenner or whatever. No. No, it's not good. And and here's the situation with Solford now. And it's all about optics. It's not about What's actually going on? And I've read plenty of interviews with people from Salford who said this is the situation. It's not blackmail. We're not blackmailing supporters. However, you can now take out a loan to give money to the club. That's not a great optic when you're then turning down offers for players because we're told that players have been underbid some of the clubs. Where you know you're signing players on eight-year contracts. It doesn't look great, then, if you're signing players on long-term contracts, to then be asking a small amount of people for money constantly. And what happens after this? Right? You've got your 250 grand. What happens next when the next bill comes along? Because you haven't got a big, rich owner. but she's not your fault. It's not the fault of Wakefield that they haven't got one. Or Castleford that they haven't got one. But Castleford aren't spending money they haven't got, apparently. And Wakefield, I know, because I used to work there, don't spend money they haven't got. But Salford are asking, they've got the begging bowl out. That's what they've got here. This is the begging bowl. Salford fans can never go at me, I don't care. And the club can never go at me, I don't care. Because that's the perception to the people out there in this cost of living crisis. And I don't mean to go all Jeff Stelling on you, I didn't mean this, but kind of fallen into this trap. You can't turn down bids for players with one hand and then say, please give us your money for these shares in the club. Which don't, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't sit well with me. It's like, right, I've had this cake. I'm eating all this cake. I'm having Phil's cake. I'm having James's cake. I want you to give me money for cake. And if you can't afford the money for cake to give to me, I'm not going to sell my collection of programmes. I'm going to ask you to borrow money to give me more money for cake and keep eating cake. But I'm not going to give you any cake. I just don't. I it doesn't sit well. <laughs> uh, so we've got penguins. So, so explain to me
0: how the, the loan business. Don't ask works. me about the
1: cake and no, no, all you work. No, no.
0: okay. So they set up a credit union. Is that right? Yeah. So people borrow money from the club. Have I got from, this from, right? from, from the, the credit, credit union. union. From to the pay credit union. the club
2: to play the, pay the club. So they're paying the club and some interest to the credit union. Now, they don't have to. They're not no. obligated. And, and apparently it's come about because some fans wanted to pay by direct debit and they're not set up to take direct debit but the credit union is. But pay... the credit union per se has an interest element attached to it. Have they been watching this Netflix uh,
0: film, you know, the David Fishwick thing, about the, the bank of uh, David Fishwick? i, is, I pay
1: 26 I. quid a month by standing order, or my, or my wife does, to Wakefield for some lines on a lottery, and we've got a season to get at the end of the year. So, I can't have... Clubs can't set up standing orders, or direct debits, or whatever. It just doesn't sit right. And, and yes, you can come out and say, it's not blackmail, but we all know... There's no rational thought with some sections of supporters at clubs. I spent twenty five quid on shares at Wakefield because I went to a great presentation by John Harbin, who then left to go to Tuesday straight afterwards because we were in the boat, we were in the poo poo. Give us your money. It's it like Bob Geldof.
2: But... I think again, you you become a bit of a self fulfilling prophecy mm. as well because one of the things that the club are saying is you. if you don't invest in us and buy yes. shares, then we're going to have to sell our best players. Not surprisingly, another club then says, "Well, who's your best player at the moment? We'll put a bid in for them." But they're
0: probably going to have to sell them anyway at some point. Yeah, anyway, yeah. It just I like you said, it, you raise an a sum of money. That sum of money runs out.
2: Well, what, what exactly. next What's the plan after the shares? And wh- what are you using going that to money for? People. No, and and if that money is for more marketing, setting up an academy team, reserve grade, you're still going to have to sell your players. It's just not a sustainable situation. Um, no. And I do think that, um, clearly again, you know, Tyler Dupre is on a real upward tra- trajectory. He's just been selected for England. Uh, people are talking about him when they're playing against Salford. His, his value is probably about at its peak at the moment. So if you are an ambitious club like Holcayor, now is a very good time to be trying to get a player like that. And the reality
0: is, a club like Salford, uh, without the finances, they're going to end up in that
2: situation
0: mm-hmm. whereby... That's how they have to build their business. But this is the same players.
2: club that said we signed Brodie Croft on an eight-year contract. How, how are you paying for but that? My
0: interpretation it's of that was that you
2: sign him on a long-term contract in order to cash in, yes. to sell him. Yeah. But then, but the but what you're saying is we're building a club around him. At the same time, you're saying what we're doing is ensuring so that when we do sell him,
0: yeah.
2: Well, again, we'll get it's a bit of a mixed message.
0: Yeah. Um. Here's a t-shirt that you've worn today. Any, any? It was reference. Yes, I thought for talking. those who were on the podcast, he's wearing a, a t-shirt a with a red devil and a skull and Crossbow. Right? and it's just it? ranting. Oh, no, not skull, but the Crossbow. And, and it
1: says "support your local football club" on the back of it, and it's a reference to Real York and I'm not living in the <laughs> so, so I just these things annoy me because you can talk about oh, it's not blackmail as much as you want, but. We all know the real world of how sport works and sport supporters work and they will, some will think, "Oh, well, my club's about to disappear and, and we know that they don't.
2: I think there also is a case to say that Tyler Dupree is playing very well at the moment but he did sign a contract extension two or three weeks ago and, and what now is the value of that contract if he wants to be put <laughs> on the transfer list because somebody else has come in for him?
1: It's all the agent's fault, though. That's what he's saying. Well, state. the agent yeah. is I don't, I don't know if it's the agent's quest. fault. I
2: don't know who his agent is. But I'm just saying it's. it, you know, it doesn't sit quite right either from the other no. side that a player that Absolutely is prepared not. to commit is now three weeks down the line <laughs> saying, Will you release me because somebody's made me a better offer?
1: But is that. Are, are players thinking. Well, what if this? What, what, you, you're saying with this, yeah, yeah. One hand,
2: you know No, and, and you—they're you all, all
1: mercenaries. They're all mercenaries. They are, they're all mercenaries. They are
2: in the spotlight yeah. and at the height of their value for a very short period of time, and they need to cash in on that. But it—you it, know—to do you it, the contract. To do it a couple of weeks after <laughs> you signed the contract, that doesn't sit just quite have to right have, either.
0: You just have to accept once you've signed it. You've signed it. Yeah, in my opinion. Unless uh, the club is prepared to sell you.
2: To be honest, as well, if um, Hull Care had offered me a hundred thousand pounds at this moment for Tyler Dupree I would be tempted to take that because I think that probably is a hundred thousand pound. You yeah. may be able to
0: do a, a, a swap as well. Sometimes yeah, get, get an, you get a swap another as well. player
2: involved.
1: Yeah. Um, Not Corey Hall again. He's only just gone there. Can't keep <laughs> moving him around. <laughs> but the reality
0: is, what I'm trying to say is, clubs like that, unless somebody comes in with a load of money, they have to. They have to cut their cloth accordingly, oh. and we've talked before about where clubs who don't own their own ground. How do they generate income? All okay, in a different position, aren't they? Mm. When you know, looking at what their plans are for that ground, the Craven Street, etc. The people they brought in off, off, off the field, and, and the support that they seem to be getting, their numbers are going up in terms of people coming through the gates and the season ticket holders all the positive signs are there Mm. and which, you know, no disrespect to to Salford because it's not just about Salford this, this is probably a wider piece isn't it, that you know, sport's not an industry in which it's it's renowned for people making money in it Mm -hmm.
2: In fact if you want to, don't get involved (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) And I I do think as well that um, that the, the difficulty for Salford is more than anything, their tenure and how secure that is. And, and you know, we've, had a, we've heard a couple of stories about a guy who wants to come in and buy the AJ Bell and make them secure tenants. We've, we've heard about, oh, there's been discussions with the council and uh, with all the money that's gone into to Salford and the fact that they carry the name of the city there. They're right behind what they want to do. You know, secure your future as to where you're going to play and, and ideally get some revenue streams out of where you're going to play and then maybe have a supporters... Mm. Uh, you know, if you want to buy shares because we're a stable club yeah. and we're going, you know, you would buy shares in Hulk KR at the moment if they were on offer. Well, I wouldn't, but, no, but <laughs> if you're smaller, but if the, if it was yeah, a business yeah, proposition, point, yeah. you possibly would look at that. Whereas yeah. at the moment, you say, you know Salford are saying, please buy shares." And you're going, "What am I actually buying?" Yeah, because you don't have any security. But that's Got not you. saying that Salford fans shouldn't no. buy shares really? because we're not here it, to advise. It's...
1: It, it goes back to to Bradford again and when you know the aforementioned Eddie and Steve and Sky were just basically guilt tripping people <laughs> to, to, keeping the club afloat and look hey, hey they're still alive Bradford Bulls still exist they're not where they were but they weren't where they were at that point either they haven't and, got a coach
2: no. but what, what about what says-
1: yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, what about London Irish? What you about what's yeah. it? we've got a
2: start in, Was it London Division yeah. Eight or Goodness something? I played it, the Dagenham Girl Pipers in
0: their opening home game. And um, I think Bury FC. I think they're even there talking about bring, coming back uh, mm. and playing back at Gig Lane because uh, yeah, that ground's Swinton. been mothballed for for a while. And yeah, as you're right, Swinton played there. Um, so yeah, they, they do tend to come back. It's very rare that they don't, they don't come back in some form or other.
2: Sheffield Eagles, classic example. They're still around. Yeah, in yeah. yeah, the no, fact that, oh, no.
0: that they uh, they rebuilt
1: on the back oh, of that.
0: Gateshead, merged with Hull and reborn, etc. Et
1: Nottingham City, though, they, they, they've got, See, i 40 years since Hull KR
2: played Cardiff at Nottingham's Forest Ground, just randomly. And we still think that it would be a good place to take. Magic weekend next week. Very, there's nothing we haven't done. Right. We just haven't done it well.
1: Next week I've got a hell of a program for you in terms of random man- matches played in random places. Oh, in I thought eight. you meant a program. Oh, this week yeah. a program. No, no. no. I wondered yeah, who was yeah, coming on. <laughs> a double header played somewhere. You won't believe. You it won't believe sounded it. good, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> <Yeah. to laughs> it was coming? Got that clickbait. You won't believe where this match was played unless you do know where it was. Um, women's Cup before we get on to other news I was there anything more to say about Tyler Dupree Nothing. no I just we think you might go you yeah. might not yeah. um, Leeds and Huddersfield couldn't have played as the pre-match at uh, Henry because it was, it was Huddersfield, Huddersfield home game. Game. Yeah. but they could have done they could have yeah,
2: yeah, because I think we knew in advance who was going to win that Yeah, match. it was Leeds 52-0 um, I saw uh, double-headed this Friday Leeds. yes I'm, well, hopefully
1: I'm, I'm allowed to go so uh, they're both on TV aren't they mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the women's cup draws made at some point in it on
2: five wide. Kevin Sinfield signing his book. Is he at the game? Well, before the game, I saw. Obviously, uh, it hasn't got a trestle table on the halfway, halfway, halfway line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I saw the uh, Rhinos uh, Beth and Dent score for the Army the other week in in the other mm-hmm. the other the other lot. No, 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 she that was, got a hat trick in that game. So and then she scored two against Huddersfield. Actual Huddersfield. No, I was going to call Wigan beat Salford sixty 0 in the Women's Cup. Bradford beat Alton 38-6. hull KR lost to Barrow 2011, which is a good a good performance from Rovers, with Barrow being a good sign in Women's Super League 2. York beat Lee 54-0. Um, the the two, uh, and Saints beat Woynton 38-4, but the two headline scores are London beating Castleford 40 points to 4, which I guess isn't necessarily a massive surprise in terms of where Cass are now. But um, Cardiff beating Featherstone 36-18. They're in the quarter finals. I hope they get a good draw in the quarters. I don't know how the draw works, whether the top teams are seeded and the second teams in the draw are not seeded. But that'd be interesting. I'd like to see them up against a Saints or a Leeds or a. Or it's a great story.
2: I'd like to see how they go. I don't expect they it, would it win. i to the, the, how they go. Might be the regeneration of rugby league in Wales is through it, Cardiff women. England and,
1: Wales would be a great. And there's a, a junior programme there.
2: Um, so maybe it isn't, you know, lamenting the the loss of West Wales Raiders, but celebrating oh, Cardiff
1: women. Yeah, they've got haven't they? Oh, I forgot about them.
2: Uh, speaking of our tentacles...
1: um Pardon? Yeah, exactly. Uh, London, Roosters beat Halifax, the champions Halifax. I was going to get Rob on again this round, but I not. Every time... 66-22. Great win. Great win. Wigan beat Warrington. 158-18.
2: That um, was a big win. That was a big
1: win. <laughs> um, Leeds beat Hull. But I don't know what the score is. 78-22. There you go.
2: So, But um, more importantly, from um, a development point of view of the sport, um, the Leeds development team made their debut well, uh, also at Hull. And next week, Wigan and yeah. Leeds are playing uh, development teams and then first teams. Um, so, Morsat York played, didn't they, their first wheelchair game. Yeah,
1: beat Wakefield, yeah.
2: Game. Everyone beats Wakefield, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want to mention that. But. I think it's only our PDRL team that's any good, so...
1: Hang on to it. Yeah. Um, before we onto the bash, the World Cup, which of course last week, um, we, we didn't know where it was going, but now it, it could be going to Fiji, or it could be going to New Zealand, or it could be going to Qatar. We were right, uh, almost. I said 2029, 20 yeah. but it's 2025 in Qatar. How pressing you are. Yeah. If the World Cup goes to Qatar, do they like women's sport,
2: um. Word on the street, I don't know which street, yeah. is that New Zealand and the Pacific is the only no. real bit. Oh,
1: you <laughs> mean horror? <the>, oh,
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how to break it <laughs> to you. You mean that been from the I don't Australia, know how to break it to you. I
1: haven't even tagged the international rugby league on the I, I No,
2: I think there has been yeah. an expression yeah. of interest from Qatar, but it's nothing more <laughs> than that. Um, and you would would, i might express interest to host it in my back garden (laughs) how many can you get around the fence is it another Vesta care (laughs) oh dear but um, I know and why wouldn't they want to be linked with world events because they've got the stadium but you know if you were to say there's a lot of reasons why it wouldn't work one of which is we don't play rugby league in that area so there's no legacy but has anybody told them it's three world cups which includes women and a wheelchair four
1: PDRO world Cup. Remembering this, but you know, what? And, and we can't go backwards after
2: that no. World Cup. We Although can't... they are talking about having less men's teams if it's well, less time that... and more expensive. Yeah, I think it
0: talked about the, it was the French bid, the French government that required, yeah, e- e- you know, equality. So each competition had the same number of teams. Yeah. Um, so they're clearly not going to have sixteen wheelchair no. teams. They're not going to have sixteen women's teams, are
2: they? No. Um, um, and they might have 12 men's teams instead of 16 in which case you'd have to have a more robust qualifying period and mm-hmm. um, we haven't got really time to, to organise a lot of that uh, the, uh, the other interesting thing that's emerged is what do you do with France? because clearly as hosts they were guaranteed a place but they didn't make the quarterfinals. Mm. that's thrown another spanner in the works what's yeah. happened with the European Championship in the... well Again, that's part of the World Cup yeah. qualifiers, so I think it's all going to be on hold. On hold. Yeah. Because, you, A, you can't oh, finance it without everything. knowing that the money's was there. was talking that oh. that
0: press statement uh, from the IRL that France are touring down under hmm? next year, which I thought was interesting.
2: You Presumably pay paying some of the Pacific <laughs> nations, I think. Yes, you would think that would be yeah. PNG, yeah. Tonga. Well,
0: probably uh, not maybe, Tonga. <laughs> no, maybe sorry,
2: Fiji maybe, who want to host the World yeah. Cup. But they've got to prove that... Uh, that their infrastructure is up to it. Well, but I don't think. I think.
0: I think. Is it a, a, APA, APA, Is it i yeah, A? I'm presuming I'm presuming that's Fiji. My knowledge of that part of the world is is almost nonexistent. That all you aren't refereed. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think they said that it was a, uh, you know, a twelve thousand capacity stadium. So I think a beyond a pool game or two, that, that's about all. They yeah. Would them care.
2: playing at home in their pool fixtures yeah, will be fantastic. Yeah. It's also about broadcast. Broadcast quality from those places as well, because you'd, you'd want a deal, and you couldn't yeah. say, "Oh, there's going to be in play, but we can't get pictures back to you." Sounds like it's going to be more New Zealand than New, New Zealand Melbourne wants it, but again, it? New Zealand but are not cash rich as yeah. a rugby league playing nation, so it's it's all the other bringing all the other parties together to make sure it's viable. But I think not only are they the front runners, but they are putting plans together. I think. And, Ka- and Qatar was a great headline. Yeah. But I'm not sure it's going to
0: happen. I wonder if it also gets pushed on a year to 2026. I think they want to keep it 25, because yeah.
2: they've got the... Black although it hasn't change. been announced yet, there are games planned for 24 international well, games. there is a plan. What? Well, the plan. <laughs> what about 2026? But how ironic, again, and isn't this rugby league at its finest, that at the same time we're cancelling a World Cup and wondering where our international game is going to be played and what relevance it has. The NRL are in Las Vegas telling us that they're going to play in America when we have no plan for how to crack the American market. We're not really bothered about your World Cup, but, but we pres- can get some betting cash pres- out of yeah, Sin City City. Presumably it's
0: about selling TV subscriptions, is it? To Kensel, uh,
2: broadcast rights. I think it's just
1: money. Mm.
2: Uh, but they're talking about maybe a five-year deal so that every club gets the chance to play over there. I well, like
1: how stuff. the NFL teams come to Wembley, Everything more
2: about them, but it it, you know it it tells you everything about our sport, isn't it? That it's more important to get Australian club sides playing in America than it is bring back the World Club Championship. It had some faults, but (laughs) what though (laughs) your cricket Scottish teams (laughs) had some, but it wasn't as bad as was made out. It was interesting, I remember going to some games. London had a fantastic experience out. Mm.
1: Did no. we ask Craig Murdoch about that? Was that on the podcast or off the podcast? I can't remember now. <laughs> when we were in, oh, no, I can't remember. Next time he's on because we're getting yeah. back on. We're getting back on. See the insinuations uh, yeah. that the the commentary team for the whole uh, for the Halifax and St Helens team biased towards St Helens because Kyle Moore and Jody Cunningham was on it, but Craig Murdoch's not. He played for Wigan.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't have wanted us. Um this
1: weekend, Super League games, Hull and Wigan on Thursday, which no doubt that'll be a of That'd, That'd be a good game. Yeah, be because yeah, but again,
2: that, <laughs> that, FC. that is uh, a team with great ambition playing really well at the moment against uh, you know, a side that if they knock them off. They played them in the first, first game of the season, didn't they? Round one it was Hull and Wigan No, was it was when the
1: thing was, wasn't it? Which again, stupid loot fixtures. Catalan's Wakefield on Friday, Huddersfield cast, Leeds Saints with Kevin Sinfield and... He's not playing, he's just selling books. Lee versus Warrington. I've read a bit of his book downstairs. Um, It's it's interesting. It it feels like...
2: You'd hope it would be. Like
1: I said last week, um, when you mentioned about inspiring and stuff, and it it does read that. It it reminds me a bit, although it's a long time since I've read it, of Wayne Bennett's book, which I thought was very good in terms of that kind of... Not motivational kind of Mm. stuff, but I read it at the right time. Uh, Lee Warrington, and then on Sunday. Lee Warrington will be a good
2: game. You
0: highlighted. I think, I think that's going to be a cracking game, that. It's a shame that that's not on, you know, an extra game on TV. Or, I know this because the Salford Hull, Hull Is the extra game, Is yes. the game on our yeah. league, isn't it, yeah. league? But,
2: And also a shame that we've got another four games on at the same time. Well, really it's, nice. just, it's just, just ridiculous. And one of them is a game that you've just highlighted. Well, actually, we quite might want to watch that. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good game, that. Because um, I, I think it ended up being, from memory, I think
0: it wasn't that close. When they played each other early on in this year, I, I
2: think that I didn't, know didn't Lee start system. very well, mm-hmm. and we're ahead at half time And Warrington reeled them in in yeah, the second half. I thought, Lee, I think Lee got off to a great start at mm-hmm. Alleywell James. think it has to, uh, yeah. I think but that, that's a game you'd want to see if that was on on Saturday, uh, Salford Hall Sunday. Yes, on our yeah. league. Yeah. So you know there is a space on the Saturday. Yeah. And I know it's the, the home the home fans will go, No, come on, we we knew that was a Saturday night when we bought our season ticket. But if you put that game on our league as well on Saturday afternoon, i, I think I think I'd pay a fiver to watch that.
1: We did that great thing again on Saturday where we've got um Leeds Wigging on BBC One and we competed with ourselves in our league with some tag rugby, which I know I know you know, i know no one's gonna watch it you or know, whatever unless you miss with someone playing but I don't.
2: But I put it on well there's, they, a, there's, there's another question there's a cost there's a cost it? to putting it on oh. so
0: why put it on I don't know maybe I mean, there's a, a bigger. Maybe that's on why there
2: that. no, the are only 7,000 at Headingland because they're all watching the Tug roughly.
1: Richard has got a copy of the Martin Calder book today is it a rare unsigned one and, uh, <laughs> I, 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 this comes from Terry Crook the legendary Wakefield player and commentator you can't find a copy of his testimonial brochure not signed by Terry Crump. I think I've got about <laughs> three of ma- them. Ha-
2: how many did, were published? I don't know. You might have the only them. three yeah. that were published.
1: Um, what a lovely man. Terry he Crump. is, yes. One of, one, of, one of the great players who's turned commentator and is able to do it. I'm puzzled by... I know we've nicked it from Australia, and I need to write about this more, but why, you, when you employ journalists on the telly, you give post-match interviews to players to do I don't understand the reasoning for it but it's not to say they're not good or, or bad or whatever, I just don't understand why you employ a Damien Johnson or a Samuel Arnold and then get John Wilkins to interview someone it just doesn't make a difference.
0: Damien Johnson's opening question I think was I can't remember which coach it was now pick pick the bones out of that performance for me, which is I mean, it's, an, it's an easy opening question I don't think you really need that much training to ask that question that would, that would be what I would say well, no, and we'll that's right no this, disrespect to Damien no, Thompson no, me by me way. he's down. a fine broadcaster be- absolutely, absolutely no but you have to ask an open yes. question yeah. and he asks an open question yeah um, that's what you're trying to oh, do it's, that's
1: a more, uh, it's I'm trying to just know. put an
0: argument back to you about players that, that I, I actually think players can do it yeah. i spent, I spent Although I don't, I don't get what... The, the, bit, the bit I don't quite get is the roving round the field as well. though that, that adds... No, even no one one. Oh, no it. It. No John Wilkins turning his back to the camera to then grab a player. I don't think that adds anything to the broadcast. Well, that's
1: why Harry Smith told them he'd given him he being been given a bollocking so he to do it again.
0: Go get a player and then once you've got the player then bring yeah. the camera to you. That, yeah. To me, that's the way to do it. I've again. been Channel 4.
1: Danny couldn't on the telly this week. She must have well, been on um, somebody's telly. Probably. So not on eBay though, because my eBay obviously the spies in me phone. Right? Right. eBay, right? You you have seen this because You don't follow our Twitter all, all the time, but my eBay account was saying, "Come buy these signed photos of England women's rugby Belief. I'm like, no. But when you search with Annika Prim, nothing. Not near well, a sock. Well, she probably played before the day. Not even a eBay. sock of all photos. Um, it's a summer bash this week, and for the first time, I'm not in going. Spring. Well, yeah. Are you going? <laughs> no. To York? No. Lovely York? We know which the point. Has it had any
0: publicity at all? I forgot it was the Summer Bash until I looked at the fixtures this week and I thought, hang on a minute, what? why are there games on what? Saturday? And I thought, ah, must be the Bash. So
1: It used to have a, a selling point of being in Blackpool. Is that a selling point? It is, because I,
2: no. no. <laughs> I, could,
1: I could come my wife to say, let's go to Blackpool for the weekend, I'll go do some work, you can... Yeah. do whatever you're doing let's Blackpool. eat candy floss But if you pennies.
0: offered me York or Blackpool for a weekend well, I would definitely pick York <laughs>
1: but, but your culture right you're not the typical rugby league fan no friend. I'm not but I'm here to represent <laughs> the typical rugby league fan you're like oh hats ice cream burgers beer yeah. the Scarborough beer. pub there's some fabulous yeah.
0: restaurants in York now and, yeah. So, yeah, and there might be in Blackpool but
1: there's a the one pound burger yeah. man as well <laughs> <I> which <was> just, <laughs> just around the corner, corner brown. Brown. from the
2: ground but right. we did a very nice library event in Blackpool once did you? With Dave Hadfield, who is a local celebrity oh, at course. Blackpool. And that was wonderful. Are they going to be on our post-World Cup tour? I don't if think that, Blackpool, I, if you want I don't think they're that. putting in a bid. Oh,
1: But when it was in Blackpool, you could go and
2: you could go to the game. I've said this all Go to the game, go to the front, don't do this, go do that. Well, and the thing is, it, even... Magic. It's it's a tough watch for a sublet to watch three games. So you need to be able to go out of the stadium and and you got four games on the Saturday in York. Do something
1: four on the Sunday as well because there's a women's super league game oh, as well right. that isn't on the back yeah. page.
2: So yeah, there's... so you do need to be I in an guess. environment where you can go on the pleasure beach and make yourself sick and then come yeah. back and watch. Is there it. a cinema at that, that retail park? I think yeah. I think you'll probably end Swim, up at the yeah, cinema. Swimming, swimming pool, swimming pool, <laughs>
1: library, um, bowling uh, alley, yeah. arcade. So yeah, it's kind of like Blackpool for the. I'm not saying middle class, I don't know. I actually More. think it
0: might be quite a good venue, it's just I don't think the public is going to
1: get behind it. I mean, well, it and as a stadium, it's great. Yeah, right? it is a great stadium. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a nice size for the
2: venue. But even play are only now featuring two of the games, which I think tells <laughs> you... Yeah. Yeah. So the Norm- dead. Normally we would have every game, and they picked, was it, uh, two it's, games it's on the London Saturday. It's London, Toulouse and Featherston. Yeah. So they're not even months. there on the Sunday.
1: So... In the first year, I think every game was on Sky and for the yeah. first few years, and then there was one year where they couldn't have one game because there was a Super League game on. But if I you're going to pick two games, you are going to pick halifax batley Bradford, keithley I would say. I not pick those. Yeah. Maybe there's something else on Sunday on the
0: London-Toulouse. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd pick that over over
2: those two games I've mentioned.
1: But if you're showing those two, why, you, why don't you show the other two on the day as well? Because you're already there. You've already got the camera set up. Well, and that's
2: the Swedish Speedway yeah, at the same you time.
1: But it, we've gone from everything every game being on Sky, which chances are, if you're a rugby league fan who's got a TV package, you've probably got Sky Sports. I'm gonna. If you haven't got a TV package, you haven't got anything, so it doesn't matter. But if you're a rugby league fan who's got Sky Sports and you're not a fan of the Championship, you might not have via play because you're thinking, I can miss my game on the Challenge Cup because you know. So. No one's going to catch these games who aren't already subscribed to Raya Play and a Championship fan. So, if we're doing an hour league game on Sunday, why don't we do the hour league games from the bash on the Sunday instead? Why don't we put those on our league? Um, the two, and again, it's, it's easy for me to come out and say, Well, we should got a platform, we should do this because I don't have to make the financial decisions, but the bash has kind of gone down year on year in terms of
2: what's the point of it and there was never a point to it anyway because it was a sop to championship clubs because the magic weekend existed well i think i think the other thing is you, you need to look at the players in all of this that, that the players still like going to newcastle because it's a stadium that they won't play at maybe, yes. maybe once in their career and they turn up and and it's you know premier league standard and fantastic you go going to york where you're going to be playing this year anyway it, it's not well, special. It's the Northern Rail
1: Cup. Movie it's not special. To Halifax. Yeah, it's, well, it,
2: we play there anyway. So. But no, I, and I again, yeah, I haven't seen much publicity about it. I, I don't think it's going to be.
0: But just jumping onto Magic Weekend. Didn't I read about there being a sort of a, a, um, clubs revolting against IMG? <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah, that it's not going to be scrapped
2: any longer. I think the story m- more behind that. Is. IMG haven't come up with what the alternative would be and whilst we don't know what that alternative is because they were going to say get rid of Magic Weekend and we will have another event in its place and while the clubs haven't been told what that event is and how much Surely money they may make out of it they want another Magic Weekend <laughs> although again I suspect that the crowd's going to be tough at Magic Weekend because we don't get enough buying from people in the North East Surely if you, if you plan to
0: take something out you, you have a plan in place to <coughs> either replace it change it whatever it may be I, 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 I thought yeah. that was to do with the cup and those double you know, the yeah t- it was it going to be a, a quarter finals of the cup
1: in one venue or something no, no, no. I don't want to say nines cause, because my point the question
0: cool. there was was going back to the bash was that this wasn't supposed to be the last year of the bash <laughs> wasn't it So I, yeah, I um, think this will
2: because yeah. if it doesn't prove to be a success at any level and it skews the table doesn't it
0: it does, but then we go back to the NRL argument I had earlier on where that, that table is completely skewed because I don't even know how many games they play, but they certainly don't play each other uh, twice. And I don't Some know do, but they you don't play everybody twice. Yeah.
2: But I think, again, there is only one round in the Championship that is this extra round. So when you are talking about potential to be promoted for the last time this year, potential mm-hmm. to make the playoffs, possibly being relegated at a time when you might not come back if you get relegated to the level that you were at... This one round could actually be far more significant. And Is it necessary?
0: It could, and I don't know on what basis the fixtures were chosen. No, exactly. Um, is it, you know, magic is based on league positions, isn't it? I don't know if it's the same for the Championship because they, I suspect probably not, because they in effect got Derby fixtures, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, so we, they used get, we used to get Barrow, Dewsbury, Batley every year. Yeah, and
1: then or you'd get a Bradford versus Hull KR because you knew you were guaranteed a crowd and witness lead the next day or something. That
2: famous, I think wherever they can have a derby, they have yeah.
0: that famous derby fixture: Newcastle against yeah, Sheffield. Both um, well, so screwed over, by which the is a shame. It's not Featherstone against it's, Sheffield. It's yeah. the
1: unmerged clubs. Yeah, mm. it's um, yeah. it's Hull versus Huddersfield.
2: It it just so seems no to one's be going in, to bash, no. No. Well, it's, but, it's, but not is only shame. that, but. Did anybody know Bash was on this weekend? And the other thing is, if you're serious about Bash, and I know you can't do this all the time, it has to be the only show in town, but it's on at the same time as... <laughs> We're asking people to pay a fine to come up to salt and solve yeah. <laughs> for Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, it's only, what, a 12,000 capacity stadium, I think? I think it's eight. Is it even just half I, no, so I think it's eight. I
1: can't it, remember. It should, it, it should be pretty full, you know. Hey. Headingly wasn't busy last year, was it? No. You went on the Saturday. I went on the Sunday, and I left early so I could watch the <laughs> lionesses win Euro whatever it was. But I guess <laughs> so it's it's,
0: a, it's not a um, season ticket fixture, is it? No. So again, you're having you're relying on going back to the cup argument. You're relying on people to pay through the gate, aren't you? Plus, um,
1: plus
2: transport. Plus. Yeah. Plus the coffees are really expensive at that retail park. <coughs> it's not like Blackpool it's no £1 burger van it's uh, £6.50 no. for you. macchiato so they need to start oh, selling okay. Kiss Me Quick hats and, yeah. and, and, and donkeys yeah. round the side yeah, of the
1: pitch yeah.
2: Yeah. I, lights a I, lot I, of lights I was,
1: I was thinking about going this year but you'll you be
0: going go you'll be going to the yeah. Illuminations Ju- well Dewsbury the town ha- always had this thing I don't know if they still have it they had it Dewsbury by the sea
1: oh we have one in lodging Wakefield so they just need to put a
0: sandpit in the corner and bring a donkey in and yeah
1: market it as Blackpool
0: York
2: by the sea yeah Bash, kiss me, quick, cats. Yeah.
0: I
1: was getting, I was getting confused then because they've got the the world coal carrying Championships haven't they? Just up the road, it got it golf. 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 Yeah. yeah, but I was getting confused with the staple of Trans World sport, the world wife carrying Championships <laughs> which um, <laughs> doesn't happen in golf, right, I don't think. Don't go there. So I still have the summer bash entertainment where, where someone dresses in a donkey suit and jumps over. Like when it.
2: Kiss me quick, candy. yeah. It, eating I
1: floss. think the, men, the man of the match, because this is in the days of you know, uh, got a giant stick of rock at Blackpool. We used to get cake in the press room, it was Blackpool. the cake at Blackpool, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, I mean, not that, that's a, so co- not that that's
0: a consideration <laughs> to be serious for a second. Man. Again, you know, if I was a Championship fan, I'd be definitely going to bash because you're getting value for money because mm-hmm. you will. I would watch more than one game, I wouldn't watch yeah. four, yeah, but I'd watch at least two. Um, and and I'd York is think, accessible, you know, yeah
2: but I just don't think it's had any promotion but if you're a Halifax
0: or a Batley fan I'd definitely be keen to watch the Bradford-Keithley game at least the first half of it or maybe the back end of the, the Newcastle-Sheffield game maybe But oh if you're a Halifax fan you definitely want
1: to watch the Bradford game but what do we promote all we're promoting there is see some rugby there's nothing else apart from here's a lot of rugby in a weekend mm.
2: well there's you know I don't know if around the ground because again it's it's the sort of council owned and it's a retail park and you could put a fan zone but I haven't heard what else is going on apart from
0: but again, are the RFL going to invest in it? No. When, they're in, when the intention is to get rid of it? Exactly. So, no.
2: And that diminished at no.
1: Blackpool year on year as so well. It's not like with a mm. bit of a fan zone. And then it was Steve Maskell flung some shirts. Which... It's probably got some merch. Merch. Yeah. Stash. Get some... Uh, if if you are missing the Summer Bash, you know that if there, are, if there are T-shirts, they will be selling them off afterwards. Along with the programme stuff. I'm I'm sad to be missing it, but also... I can't be bothered. I think it's just crept up a bit. Yeah, I'd rather go to Leeds on Friday, see two games, get to wear at Kevin Shephard, off the, off the telly, and, and I'm going to see two. Should see two very good games there. I don't know. I think we 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 destroyed the summer bash. We're going to be people are going to be upset. I think we're just realistic. Yeah, that's what we do, isn't it? So what we're going to do next week? is it's Bank holiday.
2: Oh, probably. The weather's beautiful. We'll mm. go and drink a pair <laughs> it No, it's used not to summer. go to the summer bath. Is there any rugby league on Monday? No, that's the other yeah. thing. We've got another bank holiday, but no rugby league. It mm. would have been you know, Lee Warrington on bank holiday Monday.
1: And obviously the, the bash is all in what venue, but that's, we don't miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity.
2: Great right. Professor Collins. So I presume we've got a show next Monday.
1: Maybe. Well I don't know, I mean no, not on Tuesday though, <laughs> because <laughs> taking the shilling of uh, actually working, but well, we might be back next week, if not then the week after, which will be well, that be post magic post magic. Which i was not going mm-hmm. to and and just because I not that I don't want to. Well, I mean hey, my team's gonna lose, so I mean, that's one reason not to go, but I've been to New No, Does matter who playing No. Right? we yeah. at the bash we'd lose. Um, I've been to the magic. I've been to Newcastle a loads of times now, so it's kind of lost that.
2: Again, it's, lost, it's lost like everything. No you have thing. to have a crowd. There has to be an atmosphere, um, and clubs will sell a certain amount of tickets, and there'll be passion and fervour. And but in a big fifty-three thousand capacity stadium, you have to have quite a lot of people for it to work. And the worry is that there hasn't been significant buy-in from the people of the northeast because. Yeah, the football season has ended the week before. Um, oh, and they've had a good season. Newcastle United course. have had a great season. Yeah. Uh, and, and but nothing's fans... the, the, the changed there, hasn't it? Always been no.
0: after the football season's finished. Well, yeah, it yeah. was different
2: last Was it last year? That we? Was at the it the end of the a, season? It was earlier, wasn't it? We've lost track. Um, but it's it's almost like... we had
0: it, But we had Magic when it was in almost in September, didn't we? Yeah. yeah that
1: was, was that the year after COVID?
2: Or and that? we've had Magic to start the season as well.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, of
2: course, in Wales, first week, Jordan Tansy. yeah, that's
1: Kevinson.
0: why they a record, thirty-seven penalties, I think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Castleford Wakefield game, you, in you the won't first remember half. that? Board.
0: Yeah, oh, he probably gave more penalties than points. Yeah,
2: but nobody remembers any of the game no. other than the very last oh, yeah. one and but, how it ended. Is that, have you read the book? Yeah, is it is that Some is that it.
1: mentioned? Is that yeah. mentioned? That, oh, good, because that's what people want. people want to know. say Did I you think do it on so. purpose.
0: Yes. No. I'm on the d- line for people game. Like that game. Was it, what people forget about that game was how good the game was. Oh, interesting. It was, <laughs> it was yeah. a cracking game. Yeah. And unfortunately, it was overshadowed by what happened at the end. Yes. Um, no, it
2: might be Gareth Ellis that mentions it in a book that he's got coming out.
0: I'll be at the Magic Weekend. Good. Yeah. Um, part, of not- the, part of the Rubber League Cares programme for retired players, which includes match officials. Excellent. Um, they have um, an event on at Magic Weekend for. Retired players to come together and um, and socialise really, and thank them for their involvement in the sport, um, and for them to sort of network with each other a little bit around their experiences of retirement from the game and and what they're doing post-retirement. Uh, the Rugby Cares program is really good for retired players, and as I said, they've, they've included match officials in as part of that program. So um, yeah, they're so, doing some really good work there. So good. good. I shall be there on the Saturday.
1: It's not a bad thing, it's just I've, I've been to another thing now, I don't really want to go to another one. I did
0: bump into a fan once at Magic, oh, um, okay. who, when I was on my way back to the car park, started un- unzipping his coat and I thought, oh no, what's coming here? <laughs> and as he unzipped his coat, he had a picture of my face on his t- this t shirt and it said, help stamp out child abuse. Oh! <laughs> Incredible. There you go.
1: And no wonder you're going back. <laughs> on that bombshell. <laughs> We'll be back in the future. Thank you for watching. Uh, enjoy the bash and/or Magic Weekend and/or whatever rugby you're going to this week. Is there anything we need to promote apart from Martin Kendall's book and Kevin Sinfield's Kevin Sinfield's got a book out. I don't know if you've, you've seen it. He's done he, mm. he Did all the running. Published by Penguin, Penguin and the Biscuit People, and he's going to be at Headingley on Friday night. If you're going to the game, Five whether the you're clock, Leeds or something else in the long bar and will it be bar. will there be yeah. sign posted so people can find it? You yes. can get, I'll I'll stand there with a big sign saying Kev this way. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you, you can meet the the, the, the man, man himself and get your book signed and you know put it on ebay. No don't <laughs> read it first. Um and so there, yeah, that's this and if you're a Saints fan, you can get it Saints
2: fans like him, don't they? Everyone likes him him now. It's because he's beaten them in a few grand finals. I'll forgive him.
1: Phil's eating his biscuit. We're going to (laughs) go. We'll see you in the future. Hopefully we'll back up in the charts in Mexico this week.